G'day punters, welcome to another massive edition of All In. This week we are heading to Randwick, Metrop, Epson, Flight Stakes, and we'll even go down to the Valley and check out the Moya on a Friday night. Lewis Willoughby from Sky Racing and STC, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, Gano, good, Dino. Um, it's been a good weekend, albeit I didn't back a winner today at Flemington, which hurt really badly, but... To have uh, Metro racing on a Sunday at Flemington's always fun, and then obviously what a what a great Saturday it was with uh, one of the well, it's funny, right? It was one of the more uh, freakish wins you've ever seen in a um, in a in a Guineas Prelude, and then uh, militarise and Joe Marrero go, well, hold my beer, I can do what anything you can do, to party, I can do it better and more thrilling. So it was a great little period, that little you know half an hour, forty five minute slot. Um, yeah, keen to get stuck in today again as the juggernaut rolls on. Fantastic. It is now about 8 o'clock on a Sunday night, punters, so hopefully we're getting in nice and early this week. And uh, Dean Walling from DeanWalling.com, good to have you here, mate. Good to see you finally not dressed for golf this week, a little bit more casual for the punters. We're getting a bit more relatable for the common mm-hmm. folk. Yeah, well, golf, you can't play golf at night, Gunner. You should know that. But one of the more enjoyable weeks on the punt, uh, I think the racing was great. And even more so on Twitter throughout the week and on the weekend. We'll touch on that soon, Louis and Gano. But one of the more enjoyable weekends. Oh, I know I haven't laughed that long, uh, that much in a while. So keen to, to roll on another massive week. And hopefully we're out there on course on the weekend, Gano and Louis, with um, Celestial Furies. Yeah, well, I wish I was, lads, but the missus has booked me a trip down to uh, Canberra. So if you thought we were a pins ride on the thing in the last today was bad. Just imagine how I felt. Well, A, that got rolled. B, when I found out I had to go to Canberra the long, on the long weekend and the weekend that our horse was running in town. Anyway, lads, um, them the breaks. Uh, we'll just continue to find a way. Dino, give us a horse to follow. Louis, uh, give us a ride of the week kickoff for us, Dino. Yeah, obviously the feature was the Golden Rose, but the Heritage Stakes um, probably as good, if not better. Uh, the horse I want to follow over, a uh, pretty obvious celestial legend. I know it was unsuitable over that trip, but um, didn't flatten out, still a little bit wrong. I wish they would have got this horse up. I think it would have won the, the Golden Rose if they prepped it up, but it's the horse to follow if they roll on um, to another race. They might put it into the paddock though, Louis, so maybe look for that. But celestial legend for me this week, horse to follow, Louis. Yep, follow that with interest. Um, the ride of the week was, well, I touched on it already, Um well, okay, sorry. I have to say off the top, uh, Craig Williams, right of the week on anything he wrote over the weekend again. Uh, but yeah, Marrera on militarise. And he, he said it He said it this morning on um, the Thoroughbred Central that uh, good horses get jockeys uh, out of so much trouble. Um, but in saying that, you've still got to weave and pick a passage from wherever you are. And he never panicked. He knew what horse he had under him and he just waited and waited and shifted and moved and then got there and got it into clear running and... Um, yeah, it was a great rider. I, I probably would give you the the second and third horses as well. I mean, Dylan Gibbons on a horse that was not fancied by the market at all, really, could not have done anything more to win that race. So so you've got to give kudos to who's run second and third there in uh, NCAP and Butch Cassidy, the riders of them. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's typical. You look up as Dylan Gibbons and you think you've done it, and, of course, you've been nailed by this bloke from Brazil who is just an <laughs> absolute freak, freak of a rider. So... Low flying, no, yeah. Not only did he produce a couple of beauties on the weekend, he's turned up at Warwick Farm. Wouldn't know where Warwick Farm is, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Old Joe, and he's just gone bang bang. Thanks for coming. I'm not sure how many he wrote, but he's low flying, Joe. 
Yes, in the city. Um, right, let's let, let's go um, with your with your Twitter twatters, yeah. uh, and, right. and commonly known now, also known now as X. Yeah, racing X, sir. Racing. Let's just give us your top five, Luke, because I know you got four hundred and twenty of them. I've got a couple as well. But- I don't know if I can top five. I just want to say off the top, I don't know how Elon Musk is not charging people to use this um, (laughs) service yet. It is undefeated. You're right about this is only this week, keep in mind, partners, this week. I'll start from the top. There was a PDS scandal and then a subsequent self-implosion. That was on on about Monday. So we started off really strong. Then Dean Watling called for uh, for Ollie to be sacked off alligator blood and just popped it including from people who aren't even in the country. Overseas, it just went so far and wide. Then he got accused of extreme bias towards a a person uh, up (laughs) in the uh, northern part of Sydney that we may or may not have a horse with, just copped it for that. Then we move further throughout the week. There was some terrible, terrible and confusing uh, deduction explanations and analysis that was going on at at some stage. Uh, no, Mando was good. It was oh, the Mando comments was in Mando's one that was just mind-boggling. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, EOS has just EOS. Is one of the craziest toys ah. I've seen. Gotcha. Uh, sorry, the week, sorry, Mando. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Mando was fine. Another 400 people joined another certain media organisation that operates in racing. That was uh, a big one. Then uh, our, our, one of our Victorian race callers comes on with one of the best post-race oh, experts yeah. Uh, I've ever seen in my life about a horse he owns, but it was it was great. I love to see it. He's up and about. And it was good, but uh, is, it, is he home yet? Insane. Has he made it home yet, Gold Rick? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then to top it all oh, off, yeah. this was my favourite moment of the piece. Yes. The piece de Dino was alligator blood mm. crossing the line, and I log on to this app that should be not free, and I see our mate here in the top <laughs> left corner. Going bang, even though <laughs> if I take you back, I time stamped it on the previous YouTube. The moment you said it is not running, me mate, body, me mate, body, <laughs> yeah. told me, you know, got him <laughs> on speed dial, not running. Oh, when it when it won, just like head in the hands, kind of it topped the week off, it topped it the off. Best. That mm. is the best. Oh, that is the greatest. And, um, and they all cheered anyway because I think we might rate it at $2.40 and it was $3.30. And speaking of sprays, I copped a hiding for rating at $2.40. I, I reckon here's the best thing. This is why this is why X is so great. Four or five people going, mate, you got you like you have none. You've got no idea. How have you possibly rated it this short? I've gone back to like the comment because I thought I won't get in early because Dino told me this. But go back and like Ooh. it once the horse logged. I've gone back, I can't find them. <laughs> yeah. They've deleted well. them. Gone. It's, ha- it's Harold bolted on you. Well, yeah. let, well, we haven't deleted last week's show. Gunner, yeah, so I must, you, I you must to... say, <laughs> uh, full, full disclosure. Um, yeah, oh, body's, body's absolutely throwing me under the bus. But what? Yeah, you know what? Apologies. So I'll make it up to your punters. Um, bumps to you there. And, and you know what? Anymore? <laughs> there's no more. Po- there's no. There's no more uh, Christmas cards for Adrian. Gone. No. All of those. All of those ones I just mentioned there on Twitter. It's not a go. We love it. Like no, I, there needs to be more. So oh, yes. Uh, if you feel like you've been called out there and you're watching the video, I promise you, you're not. It's it's very good. <laughs> no. It's good banner. Don't worry. I put up. A, I put up something the other day about Ryan Moore. Um, 
Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one too. Yeah. And Roz, I've never met Roz. I'm sure she's fantastic. She's just giving me a spray. If you've got a problem with it, go to the authorities. I was like, mate, Roz, I've I've been in the (laughs) shoes since nine nine o'clock this morning. They're not open. Anyway, love it. All right, lads, that's enough garbage from us. Let's get straight into it. Let's kick off with the Epsom Handicap. Uh, We're going to go through um, some of the great work that Trav Noonan does at racing.com and just reference some of his work here, guys. So, We'll go at round week, 1,600 metres, Epsom Handicap, Pericles, Nashville Willa, 56 kilos, Golden Mile, Blake Shin, 55 kilos, Democracy Manifest, 51 kilos, with Tyler Shaw, the inevitable. Now, I spoke to Bear, Rob- Bear Robinson. David Spires will be riding, if that's how you pronounce it. So he'll be taking the ride coming up from Tasmania there, 55 kilos, drops four and a half kilos, a horse I'm very keen on. Let's just go to the markets now. We've touched on those horses there. Fangirl is still in the market, $6. Pericles, $6. Ozopenko, $8. Espiona, 11 And down, all the way down to the inevitable $15. Louis, why don't you kick us off with the Epsom? Yep. I, um, well, you know what? Of the races we're going to cover on this, this is without a doubt, and we'll see that as we read the odds out for the others, but this is the betting race, the all-in market that you want to play in because it's it's got a lot of juice and a lot of meat on the bones, even for your favourites. They're $6, right? There's a chance that Pericles could start shorter. Uh, Fangirl, we don't know if it's going. I'm going to tip Hope in Your Heart at $11 and The Inevitable at $15. They're my two plays. Um, I mentioned back when Hope in Your Heart uh, resumed uh, that I thought there was a Group 1 win in store. I still think it could be uh, the mile race uh, for her own sex in at Flemington during Cup Week. Uh, however, I think this is definitely a, a winnable race, a big field. Craig Williams gets booked with 54 kilos. Um, yeah, that that's all ticks to mind. And how good was the inevitable um, first up as well? That was, you know, it was funny. Like I probably didn't expect the run, but I know that people did. And the market suggested that there'd be a big run there. And, and there was. And I think to still get $15 about it now is crazy. In terms of the history of this race, it's funny, the Epsom, like, top-ranked won it last year coming through the Bill Ritchie. Uh, Ellsberg went through the Shannon Stakes. Private Eye went through the Bill Ritchie. Probable went through the Bill Ritchie. Colding went through the Bill Ritchie. So, like, that was this form line, right? But I went back and looked at the Bill Ritchie um, that Radina won, and gee, I don't know if I can take anything out of that race to be beating some of these. So uh, whether that is the form reference uh, this year, perhaps not. But, yeah, for me, hope in your heart and, and the inevitable look, look great prices, Dino. Yeah, I agree. I think the inevitable, uh, no one really missed that run, but I think the data was the biggest thing in the back of that. Visually, it looked outstanding, the run uh, late, but then the data backed it up. I think it was best section of the entire sort of meeting and always teased to do something. I'm trying to think of the race. I think it was the All-Star Mile that this horse yep. might have ran really well in. I think you can tie that through Mr. Brightside, which then, you tie through alligator blood. I think that form's elite. And that probably takes me to what I'm tipping. Oh, I love the late piece of work by Osipenko last start in the Maccabi Diva Stakes down there in Melbourne. Obviously, we've seen alligator blood come out of that. He's not in the list of horses there um, on the article, but at the top of the article, it does say Osipenko is likely to go there. So that's the only jink if it doesn't go there. But I think Chris Waller, he loves the 600-meter mile races at Randwick. And we need to remember that Epson Day, the rail does normally go back in the true big high-pressure race. You want to be off the fence. You want to be getting to the outside. And this is the race you can back horses that sort of get back you know, like the inevitables with a turn of foot. So I think if we reference that Maccabi Diva form, Ossipenko has to start near favourite. We'll plummet in weight. And I think that's the setup for this horse. I agree with you, Louis. I would be more than happy to have something on the inevitable. I think lighter weight chances often go well. I think 55 and a half is probably 
as heavy as you want, but yep. um, Gano, I'm happy to play the inevitable and probably more keen. So more keen, sorry, on Osipenko. Yeah, Osipenko, fifty-four kilos. So that'll be a pretty pretty significant drop in weight there, Dino. Uh, obviously, just simply because we're not hundred percent sure the horse is going there. I think the inevitable becomes probably the best all-in play we've had so far this spring carnival. I think that price is absolutely ludicrous. Talking about a horse that arguably could have won that all-star mile at Mooney Valley. Um, if you go back and watch the replays, he was super, like super duper. That's weight for age, 59 kilos, nearly beating what's not not potentially, who is the best miler we have in this country, Mr. Brightside. Um, behind that was Alligator Blood and obviously Cascadian, who's a high-quality galloper. Uh, 59 kilos last start was super impressive. I think if they sat one pair closer to the lead, they win that race and they probably win it well. It's got a little bit too far back, but has tactical speed. I think this is the race, well, I know this is the race they're keen on um, on winning on their way through to going to the uh, the King Charles, I think it is. So that's a huge price for a horse that gets in, drops four and a half kilos. we Can't wait. I'm backing it. Very, very keen, lads. Let's go to the Metropolitan now. Uh, just fine, $2.00. We should just call this rename at the Just Fine um, Metropolitan. $2, Ben $11, please. Major Bill, $11. Athapa Scan, 13 Cleveland, 15 uh, Dino, kick us off. Actually, you know what? Let's just make this short and sharp because we rambled on a little bit. Is there any horse here that can possibly beat Just Fine? I think it was 50 kilos. I think the only horse that can beat it is Hu Yao Mao if it goes here. I think $4.80 a place. I'd probably prefer to take that than the $2 Just Fine, but... Groovy, just fine. Um, I think you referenced that Gano is the next coming of Martin Powell. So I think Hu Yamao is the only one that can beat it, Louis. Yeah, I, that's a that's a no-bet race for sure. I mean, the fact that Benno, with the greatest and utmost respect to the great man Benno, uh, the fact he's second favourite, Fettingham, stop it, stop it, stop it. And Juice is in the market. It ran 20 seconds ago. What are we talking about? Here? What's doing? <laughs> yeah, look, I think, lads, I think the only horse out of um, – out of that, that I'd be happy to have a place bet on would be protagonist around the four dollar mark. But mm. look, because I, I think the horse is going super twenty four hundred meters, goes sixteen two thousand twenty four. So you're getting decent odds there. Four dollars protagonist is great, but just fine as I mentioned. Like this course could be the second coming of Martin Power. What it did last start was very very impressive. Shook them off, and those horses yeah. that were up on speed, they were nowhere to be seen. He has broken their hearts. And still got on with it. So I think just fine. We're getting the job done there. You don't have to be a genius to find it. But, uh, well, I don't think anyone's going to call us geniuses anyway, lads. Let's go to the flight states. This is a really competitive race. Tis Invincible 260, Kamachi $5. I just don't know how how they got it. That marked that. Tropical Squall, eight. Unique Ambition, eight. French Endeavor, 11. Legacies, 11. I'll kick off here, lads. I'm really keen. Tis Invincible again. She was dynamic last start. I, I don't know how they beat her. I don't know how they possibly meet up. Have you fallen off the Tropical Squall bandwagon already? No, I'm very keen Tropical Squall. I, I just think that um, she goes to the Oaks and she probably wins the Oaks, mate. Um, I, I'm in, in fairness, I don't think I have been on her bandwagon yet, but we will be on her bandwagon come uh, what the Tuesday, one of those Tuesdays in November, Thursdays in November, I should say, um, because I think she'll get the, the top. No, no, Thursday, mate. Breaking news. I'm going early. Yeah. No, it's fine to me, mate. Yeah, it's, the, it's the right stable. It's, body. it's the right yeah. stable body. Yeah. <laughs> here we go, lads. Here we go. Um, Dino, I, I know your mate Nathan Doyle doesn't have any runners here, but maybe um, <laughs> a tip for us. Oh, that's good cool from you, Gano. Oh, I think they don't. I uh, don't think they beat. Sorry, Tis Invincible. Thought they had their chance last start. 
to the eye, it looked like they went a little bit harder, and I thought superior turn of foot probably come to the fore. But reviewing it, they still went slow. So I love that about. It. I think she's tactically versatile, and at the same time, tempo wise, a slow speed, fast speed, she can sprint off both up to six hundred meters. This has been the target. She's a half or out of a half to Animo, so the trip's no issue. And the market's probably caught on. That's the the query now. We've been getting four or five dollars for her, her, mm. the last three starts, and now the market's caught on. So if you've on it, futures played. I think you, you chime in probably with maybe a tropical squall who's going to be out in front dictating if it's going to be anything leerish. But uh, Louis, I think she's invincible is the, the best filly here and she wins the flight state. Yep. The longer this goes on and they all keep racing each other, it becomes um, harder to bet in the race and, and it's clearly harder for them to turn the table because they're not really getting close. When I reviewed that um, T Rose, the one I thought that, oh, okay, maybe we're going to get a price about here. It was Unique Ambition, who mm-hmm. had absolutely no luck. But they've they've, they've factored that oh, in no. as, as if it had gotten out, it was definitely going to run well. If it was clear, it still may not have run well. Who would know, right? But it's, I thought like, that's going to be the edge. But it's, it's that a horrendous price. overreaction, that yeah, price. Yeah. Um, it should still be priced 15 bucks. Luke. Yeah. Legacies, if it comes, it can't win. It had every favour there in Melbourne. Legless. Was Wasn't it bad. legless? Um, and I think V8, V8 as well on the weekend didn't really frank that form at no. all. And you know what? You can, you can kind of look at, um, I think it was Tudor Levita who got through the line really yep. well there. But, okay, you've still got to make up four lengths. Yep. Plus some, yep. like, you know, it, it's... Yeah, not- and some 11's another horse that, that was okay through the line. Um, French Endeavour was okay as, as well. But mm-hmm. I just think she's a class above. Let's move on. Um, I think she's a, a good thing, lads. 2-6 uh, is probably a bet then, isn't it? Just quickly. Uh, absolutely. Sure. So, yeah. 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 She will She will be. We'll get to it. Barrier, be- be. barrier beats her. That's it, surely. Well, I think the upside there while we're on the barriers, and here's, here's, this is why um, she was going to be my best ball in play of the weekend, is it, it's a mile start. Yeah. Yeah. So how long have you got, Dean, at that first turn? Yeah, you're 400. I think the only issue there is if you draw gate one, but Zach Lloyd on, he'll, he'll do something masterful anyway. He'll yeah. be right. Um, only horrendous luck gets hit beat as far as I can see at the moment anyway. Uh, all right, let's go to Friday night. Uh, Moya Stakes, Imperatries, $1.90. The rest of the field, $5. As for uh, Rothfire, 8 Bella Nibatina, 9 Uncommon James, good horse, 9 Benedetta, 11 What a nut shots, 15 Don't think so. Um, righto, Louis, your old uh, stomping ground down the valley. What do you got for us? Yeah, it's a great race. I, I love the race. Um, and I think the only thing I was going to say kind of, the, okay, the only thing that could probably beat is Imperatriz is if there's a very small field, which I think uh, Trav Noonan kind of wrote up that he only had maybe, I think it was six or seven horses in what he thought might be running. Um, so I go, okay, if they can beat Imperatriz, can something walk and beat her? But that's probably no, because she'll only be, what, five lengths max off whoever leads and probably less and off what you saw first up she'll be running them down uh if she's able to repeat that i mean like fastest what was it? i'm pretty sure fastest 8642 of the meeting uh defeated uh track record. yeah 12 track record right uh who led their zoo style went 1294 1036 8 to the 600 was semi-quick but for a thousand meter high level sprint it's it's not a it's not a gut busting tempo he who then went 10.92 and 11.37. So uh, I think they go quick, they go slow. If she just repeats anything like what she did last start, I don't, I don't think she can get done. If you're looking for one for a place chance, I really like Asfura, and I think uh, Uncommon James has looked to have come back really well in the jump outs. 
Melanie Patina needs it wet. Rothfire won't be able to turn the tables. On Benedetta then is not good enough. Yeah, just quickly on that, Lou. So obviously, it's, we're talking Friday night at the Valley. I'm not a Valley expert by any stretch of the imagination, but sometimes you can find leaders and rails to be a significant advantage. Is there yeah, yeah. is there any horse here? I'm not going to ask the silly question saying, you know, can Imperatories be beaten? But is there any horse here that you think is is likely to jump and find the rails, sort of regardless of, you know, assuming it draws an okay barrier? Oh. Is Asaphora the one that that does that in that in that sort of in that lineup, or is Zoo style? Yeah, yeah perhaps. I think um, Zoo style. I wouldn't mind them see trying to be a bit closer on Rothfire. Um, yeah. But again, like Zoo Style did it last time and still got blown out of the water. It's the same track and trip. You'd assume Imperatrice, I mean, is there improvement? Who knows? But you'd be surprised if it regressed terribly. Yeah. Um, the only, yeah, something kind of has to take the lead on the fence and fly. Mm. And like, you've got to be going 10.36, 10.36 again for the six to the four and just be paddling and try and fall over the line. I, I honestly think it's the only way. Yeah. Um, but is a dollar ninety a bet? Well, it's no the one we just spoke about. Um, Tears Invincible at two sixty. That's a bit better than a dollar ninety, you know. Um, yep. But yeah, it's it's another tricky. Race Dana, what are your thoughts, mate? In, yeah, the rails in the true. Um, the last start when a pair of trees run. I think that's the the trick to the valley. True plays very fair. I think anything out, you can see that leaderish track. The thing is, you make a really good point, Louis. I'd much prefer to take two eighty about Tiz Invincible at Ramwick than two dollars about a horse at the Valley over a thousand. I think just barriers mean so much in this race um, for Paratrees as well, especially when there's a lot of speed. Like you said, you see so many horses that dead set win the race just because they're out in front and they fall over the line. So well, I would got one last year. I think Louis finally got yeah. it over the line. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I threw it over myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So imagine, imagine if Imperatrice draws barrier one here though. That could, could be does. all sorts of problem, you know? Like It, it, it does just, have tactical speed, but I would imagine it wouldn't it'd just get buried right back on the fence like you I've seen many a good horse, many a good horse in a group one at the Valley over 1,000 or 12 get buried on that fence and never get out. Three back to yep. fence is just the definition of a coffin, isn't it? Yep, especially yeah, especially that track. Because once you're out, the others have crossed the line. It's too late. Yeah, so, right, so we, I think we're shoulders, arms to the Moya Stakes. Uh, give us your best all-in play. I'll kick off, lads. Flight Stakes, Tis Invincible, $2.60. That's my best all-in play of the week. Dino? Yeah, Epson, uh, hopefully it does go around. I think it should, but Osipenko is my best all-in play of the week and around that $8 mark. Louis? Well, after my four-bet disgrace last week, oh, I'm putting, no. you know what, I'm putting an asterisk on that because the horse I didn't think would run, run and won. So, you know... Everyone cool your jets about that. I'm going to go hoping you're hard at 11 bucks. Superstuff. And I did say the best of the weekend, but now the best of the spring is inevitable each way. That's, that's, I'm yeah. declaring it. We're going to have one best all-in play of the spring. I'm using up mine right now, and that is the inevitable at $15. Princess Grace goes to that Epsom just quickly? I have no idea. Uh, Absolutely mm. no idea. I'm looking at that oh, article. Right. I can't see it there. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Not even uh, mentioned. Not mentioned at all. So I'd suggest not. But, hey, stranger things have happened. Mm. I'm not even so sure if she's known. But I'd imagine uh, something down Flemington, Mare's Mile. Yeah, there's the of. there's the stock stake, which I think Amelia's Jewel goes to, and the stut stakes. But I think that's for the – I think the stock stakes is the one for the girls. Okay. Yeah. And, 
the rumor mill is a, is about the Demelius jewel will be heading to the Cox Plate, but you know I've been wrong before. Right, lads, good fun. Anything going around on Tuesday that you want to have a bet on, or are we all uh, we all done for the for the night? Sure, I didn't think of that. I got a horse running tomorrow at Warnable for Reese Goodwin, heroic yeah. chief. It's drawn barrier one. If the track dries out, I think it'll run well. It's coming back from a bleeding attack. I like him when they come back first up from a bleed. Mm. Um, and he wreck. He's first, if the first jump out was meh, and the second jump out was much better. And he thinks it's going all right. So give it strength tomorrow at the bull. Good stuff, right, lads. Good fun. Hopefully, we get a few results for the punters, and uh, we'll be back bigger, better, and next week. Hopefully, uh, a few winners to celebrate. Hopefully, not as many failures as we uh, suffered last week, lads. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. And if you see any Twitter posts worth mentioning, please send them yeah. to one of three, yeah. one of us. Yeah. We'll, or if you we'll get any texts from code trainers, just don't let me know. <laughs> yeah. I do I do feel like Louis did escape uh, um some harassment this week given he had a four bet play and yeah. none of them got anywhere near it. Give Louis a spray. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye.